will be reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. I invite you to sit and listen, or you can read along with me in your Bibles or in your Bibles that are on your phone or on the screen. Any of that's fine. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we have observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel." Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. In the classic movie, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Butch and Sundance pull off a bank robbery and then spend the rest of the movie trying to get away from a posse that's after them. Well, after a while, Butch turns to Sundance and asks a question that becomes a running gag for the rest of the film. Who are those guys? And friends, we have been asking that question about the wise men for centuries. Who are those guys? Who are those mysterious men from the East? Who are those fascinating travelers who came to visit Jesus and his mother? Where are they from? Why did they seek out Christ? And what can we learn from them? Because Matthew thought their story was so important that he included it in his gospel. So, who are those guys? Well, it's hard to say. Matthew calls them magi, which has traditionally been translated as wise men, but most scholars today believe they were actually astrologers. Astrology was a serious pursuit in the ancient world. And these men had studied the stars and determined that a new king had been born. But were they kings? And were there three of them? 
Well, the text does not say that, but tradition does. And tradition has even assigned them regal names. Melchior, Balthazar, and Caspar. The truth of the matter, friends, is we will never know what their names were or their status or how many of them there were, but that doesn't really matter. Because Matthew tells us enough about them and their journey that we can fill in the big blanks that we need to know. Now we know that they were from the east. And they traveled a very long way following a star that they believe would point them to the place where a new king of the Jews had been born. They made their way to Jerusalem, which was a logical place to ask for directions, and they went immediately to the palace. They probably didn't have difficulty gaining entrance. They were magi, after all. And once inside, they asked the million-dollar question, where is the one born king of the Jews? Now, Herod had been examining his fingernails and playing Parcheesi with his underlings up to that point. But this bizarre question from these foreigners made him sit up and take notice. His eyes narrowed to little slits as he leaned over in his enormous chair. A new king. Interesting. Hold on a second. And then he ran to the back room and called all of his teachers and priests to him and demanded to know what was going on. And they said, well, there is something in Micah about a new king of Israel, but that prophecy is so old, you probably don't have anything to worry about. But just to put your mind at ease, why don't you go back out and talk to those foreigners? Tell them to go find this new king and to send word back to you about his location so if there is a problem, you can take care of it. So Herod went back out to his throne room and called in the wise men and said, A new king, I'm thrilled. Please, go and find him. And when you do, send back word to me immediately because I'm just itching to go and worship him too. Well, the wise men went and found Jesus and his mother. And they bowed down and they worshipped Christ and presented him with their gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And one more thing. Those wise men had a very important choice to make. They had to choose whether to follow Herod's instructions and go back and betray Jesus or skip town. And after being warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned home by another road. It's a fascinating story, isn't it, friends? It's a fascinating story, and I don't think it's surprising at all that many people call this Sunday Three Kings Sunday because those kings of lore capture our imagination. But I have to confess to you, that I've never really liked that name. I prefer Epiphany Sunday, and I'll tell you why. Because I believe that the real focus of this text is not three kings, but two. King Herod and King Jesus. 
and the choice that must be made between the two, between the one with the worldly power and the one with the spiritual power. Friends, do you see, that is why Herod was so afraid of a little child. He could see the choice that had to be made, and he knew where he would end up if Jesus came out on top. Those wise men chose to worship Christ, thus revealing to the world who the real king is. An epiphany, you see, is a sudden insight into the truth, a great revelation. And on this Sunday, every year, we remember the great truth that was revealed to the world. Herod is not Lord. The Herods of this world are not Lord. Only Jesus Christ is Lord. And wise people will choose to worship Jesus as the King. It is a new year, an opportunity for a fresh start. Many of us make resolutions this time of year. So perhaps it's also time for a personal epiphany. The choice is before us. Friends, who is the King of your life? Who do you follow? Who do you worship? If you ask the people around you, as they watch you live your life, who do they think your king is? Do you choose Herod? Or do you choose Jesus? Well, I know one thing. You are very wise. So I trust you will choose accordingly. Will you pray with me? Holy God, we give you thanks for you have come to us in Christ Jesus, revealed to the world to be the true King, the Lord of all. In this coming year, O oh God, may we keep him forefront in our hearts and minds, worship him and him alone, and follow in his holy footsteps. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen.